show. Episode 39. 39er. Yeah. 39. Start of World War II, huh? Yeah, I guess so. Careful with your mind. Yeah. Gimme. I was actually watching um, that documentary that they put out on Netflix. Yeah, they seems to be pretty stoked about that. Took a bunch of live actual footage that they assembled throughout the war. Yeah. And put it together. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great though. It wasn't fantastic. I mean, if nothing else, you got to see just how horrific situations were, but not much. Right. Yeah. Uh, the 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 one that obviously sticks out was when they finally got to the camps. Oh yeah, right. After the Germans surrendered, and they started discovering all camps. the prisoners and what what they looked like, and just just skeletons. Yeah, and yeah. the looks on their faces were just like there was just no fucking bewildered. Yeah, they yeah, were yeah. like totally <laughs> uh, disconnected from reality. Well, they were dead. Yeah, essentially. Right? They were dead. Yep. What does this mean now? Yeah. Now what? Now yeah. what? Are these guys going to be better or worse than the last And ones? you could tell there was a glimmer of joy and hope in some of their eyes, but the majority of them were just like... I imagine. I can't imagine. Crazy. What a bright, beautiful way to start. Yeah, I wouldn't even know how to close out that conversation without sounding ridiculous, like... So, would you like to talk about? Yeah, would you like to talk about your um, your unwanted guests? The neighbor, the neighborhood is is quite overcome. Yeah, I bet two are of our neighbors who live on either side of the duplex wall. Yeah, have it bad behind us. Ugh. Just like I was quite surprised at what they weren't eating in my house, and were surprised at what they were eating. Oh yeah, sweet potato. Huh. They ignored... Well, because mice eat seeds primarily. Typically. So I would have expected seeds or grains, be it rice or... And we had a giant fuck-off size bag of rice on the... Like one of those big yeah. like 50-pound yeah. bags yeah, yeah, sitting on the floor. And it wasn't touched. Wasn't touched. Interesting. And it was open. It's not like I seal the bag. Because we eat rice all the time. Right. And Would they eat rice, though? I don't know. Yeah. I would have expected that they would. Okay. But uh, what the fuck do I know? Right. Right? I'm no mouse. I know they love peanut butter. Yes, that's what I used to do. use for bait. Yes, they do. Uh, but anyway, and so the exterminator came over, and it's just some Filipino guy, and I was mm-hmm. talking to him about, like, I don't know what I should fucking throw away. Should I throw away everything? Because I have no experience with this. Do I throw it all away? And he's like, no, no, no. Let's take a look. And I said, what about this bag of rice? And he's like, rice is life, man. Let's go take a look. And he looked. He's like, nah, this is fine. Yeah. You can <laughs> so usually tell. <laughs> well, just based on my own experiences, you can usually tell where they've been because they leave black rice traces. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They leave rice, their own kind of rice. It's gross. Um, yeah. And uh, we were also told that. If we're going to clean up after where they've been, yeah, uh, you want to make sure that you really disinfect the area uh, because and use bleach because you don't want them to be able to smell 
any traces of where their buddies have been yeah. because they'll follow their buddy's trail to Absolutely. get back to wherever it is that their buddy's found, yep. even if it's gone. Yep. So they'll just, you know, continue to follow that trail. They hadn't, they weren't eating anything other than crumbs off the floor because that's the only thing we could detect that they could have gotten into upstairs. Sure. When they visited upstairs. And then what we started doing after we cleaned up, uh, and by the way, the their biggest feast was behind the stove. Of course. Yeah, All yeah. the crumbs from the... Shit falling down. Yeah. yeah and yeah. so we we bought... We bought some um, rubber sealed doohickeys that go on either side of the stove to seal that crack so nothing can fall down. And then we followed his advice about if you don't want them getting into a specific area, you just cut a piece of a bar of Irish Spring soap and stick it there because they can't stand that smell. Just like they can't stand the smell of anything with a strong odor, a strong chemically odor. So we did that to make sure that they wouldn't follow the water pipes up into the kitchen cupboard, mm-hmm. uh, under the sink. Uh, we did that in the linen closets and everything else in the closets down the hall. But even if you don't have food available for them, they'll, they'll eat spiders and, and survive. There's enough bugs in the house that they'll just eat the bugs. Based on my experiences, they're only coming in because they want to get out of the cold for a while. Yeah, they're freezing. Yeah. They were in our garage. Oh, yeah. And I knew they were in our garage. And I didn't do anything about it because they're fucking mice. Right. They live outside. Yeah. And I'm, you know, I'm... Is your garage attached to your house? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No. Yeah. It's about 30 feet away or right. so. Yeah. And I knew they were in the garage because my, my neighbor bought a cat. And I was like, oh, that's cool. You got a cat. They're like, it's not cool. This cat has a job. And it's because we have fucking mice. And I was like, well, that's wild. Yeah. Anyway. And so the cat, when I opened the garage door, the cat would bolt into my garage. And I was right. like, oh, okay. So there's mice in here. Anyway, so we had some bird feed in the house. And I was like, I'm tired of this in the house. So I put it in the garage. And I mm-hmm. went out a while later. And there was a hole in it. And mm-hmm. now they're, I'm like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So then it got fucking freezing cold. And they came in. There was ample food in the garage. Ample food. It was just too fucking cold. So they came in because it was freezing. But they were starving. Apparently, like That's what the exterminator said. Based on where he saw the mouse shit. Because we had it on our kitchen counters. Like mm-hmm. He's like, these fuckers are bold. Which mm-hmm. means that they're hungry. Yeah. So... There wasn't a lot of, apparently there wasn't a lot of food for them, which really surprises me. Mm-hmm. But they're, anyway. They were bringing in food from the outside. They may have been. The neighbors, no, I'm saying oh. our first oh, infestation okay. that yeah. we knew about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, our neighbors on both sides have bird feeders Oh yeah. in the front. And, well, you know what happens when there's bird feeders hanging. Mm-hmm. Seeds end up on the ground. Um, and what, what happened when we discovered them in here the first time is they had found little places that they could hide and they were hiding seeds. Oh, yeah. And I because I was, I'm finding bird seed in the house in, down here. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where is this bird seed come? And then I thought, oh, no. You're friends. Oh, no. We have uninvited guests and they've 
brought their own food. They, they thought it was a potluck. And uh, so, yeah, that really weirded Darlene out. Like, it was bad enough that we knew we had mice. The fact that we were finding their little stashes of food. That's so real. Yeah, it's just like, it was too We much. were sitting in the living room in our house. My wife and I were just sitting there chatting. And she just, like, shrieked. Unlike a noise I've ever heard that woman <laughs> make. She's like, there's a fucking mouse. Because it ran across from our kitchen towards the living room. Right. She's like, there's a mouse. And I was like, well, that's A, not a surprise, because mm-hmm. it's minus a million but outside. But B, yeah, I know. And there was only one. And I knew in my head one means more than one. Oh, yeah. But, like, there was only one. And company was on its way over. So, like, what the fuck are we going to do? Like, nothing. Right. We're not going to talk we about can't this. can't do anything, yeah. We're not going to talk about it. Right. Nothing. Anyway. We'll deal so, with it. So, the next day, my daughter and wife go into the kitchen, and the noise that comes out of these two girls, because my daughter approached the kitchen counter, and it was on the kitchen counter at her face level, and it jumped down and ran underneath the dishwasher. So, like, right upset. And... Uh, then I put out traps and sticky traps. Yep. And not five minutes later, I caught it. Wow. Like it was wild. In a sticky trap. In a sticky trap. I haven't caught any in a sticky trap. And that's all I caught was with sticky traps. Anyway, so I thought, okay, we were all right. There's no evidence of anything else, blah, 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 blah. And then the next day I came home and my wife was like, there's another one <laughs> in a tr- sticky trap. So I had to kill that one too. And then we called the... The guy. The guy. And the guy came over and he looked at all the places and he's like, oh, they were here, they were here, they were here. And we're going to put out not uh, not physical, tra- uh, not traps, but we're going to poison them. Yeah. Just because... Yeah. Easier. Yeah. And the how I guess mice work, and I didn't know this, but they eat food and bring it back to their nest and regurgitate it for them to share it. Right. I didn't know that. I thought that was an effective way for them to die. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway. I didn't know that. No. So, he put out eight traps or whatever, and he said, okay, so, what's going to happen is that they're going to eat this food, and about 24 hours later, they start to go a little squirrely. Because they're starting to panic because they don't feel well. Mm-hmm. So what they want is they want like open space. Like they start to feel claustrophobic and they come out. And they can yeah, be, I know how and, that works. And they can found, be... Found one. It <laughs> was they, dead but already by that point. Yeah. But it was right in the middle of the floor back there. Oof. That, that weirded me out. Yeah. And he said that they'd be aggressive. And I was like, that's a weird word to use. But I didn't really think much of it. So the next day, my daughter was in our room watching TV, and it attacked her. A mouse attacked her. Came up on our bed and came at her face. She was, must have been eating something, but this thing came at her. <laughs> and she kicked it across the room and uh, came running. And this, Unfortunately, now she is... Um, Traumatized? Traumatized. Yeah. She's like, it's a real problem. She won't, she can't be left alone. It's really sad. It's really yeah, tough. Yeah, that is tough. Anyway, so 
the next day we caught because I left the sticky traps out because mm-hmm. I didn't want to wait and have the unknown mm-hmm. like I don't know mm-hmm. are they just going to yeah. die in the wall or whatever right. and we caught six in one night wow six and they were all tiny so they were babies yeah that all had all come in and one <laughs> one had got into a sticky trap and got out of it which was impressive because mm-hmm. it was hard because I actually stepped on one once and it's really hard to get off your fucking shoe like it's sticky so this was a hard motherfucker. Anyway, he was the last one. And he would just avoid the traps because he knew what was up. Right. And then one day he just wasn't around anymore. But he was so bold. Yeah. Like we were in the living room and he would come and stand in the middle of the hallway and look at us. <laughs> I'm like, you fuck. You little fucker. But you, like, there's nothing you can do. It's not like you can chase it. I never actually caught any walking around. Olivia did when she was here uh, one time. Um, caught or saw? Well, saw. You know, yeah, yeah, saw. okay. And I, I put out a bunch of sticky traps, the kind that fold into like a, a house. Okay. With yeah. openings at both ends. Mm-hmm. That caught more spiders than it did anything. <laughs> but... Um, the the guy also put out poison traps or poison feeders, and I also got a couple of extra po- uh, poison feeders and bought the uh, spread them around, uh, and they had transparent tops so that you could see whether they were taking the bait or not. Mm-hmm. So I could tell whether or not I was still getting bites uh, until the bites were taken, and would, at which point I couldn't really tell anymore whether the bites were just, you know, the primary bites or more bites. And then I bought a couple of um, ingenious little guys. They're traps with a transparent uh, top. And there's a removable end where there's a little bait area where you put your peanut butter. And then you close that up. Mm -hmm. And it snaps shut. And then the... The door flips open and latches, and inside the tunnel, there's a there's a a, a spring loaded uh, ramp leading to the food, and as soon as they come in and walk on the ramp, they trigger the thing, and they're already too far in, and the door closes, and they're stuck. Fifteen. Holy shit! In a row. One time I caught two in the same trap. Like they came into, hey, check it out, peanut butter. Let's do it, and they and they both got caught together. I had to take them outside, and at first I was just letting them go in the field across the street, but then I started doing research, and they were like, yeah, you want to let these buggers go real far from your house because they'll know how to get back, and however they got in the first time, they'll get back in a second and a third time. So at one point I was just like, "Fuck it, this, there's a school right over here, and they have some fucking galvanized steel garbage cans outside that there's no way they'd be able to get out of." Mm-hmm. So I was just going thunk, dumping them in the garbage can and saying, "Well, enjoy your last few hours because this is it." But yeah, fifteen had, of that's them. That's wild. Yeah, we ended I up with nine. Catch any more? And one time we did catch two on the same sticky trap. It was wild. Yeah, I bet. And, and uh, yeah, I had to, 
I killed eight of them with a hammer. Wow. Yeah, because they're obviously alive. Yeah. On these sticky traps, just screaming. So. Yeah. The exterminator said, like, this, the city's infested. But we ended up with a new problem this year, which we're going to have to spend some money on, unfortunately. But I knew we were going to have to do this eventually anyway, so this was just the universe saying, yeah, well, fuck you. You guys keep putting this off. Now we're, Now I'm forcing your hand. When that deep freeze came, mm-hmm. we got so much ice on the insides of our windows that when it started to melt, it was literally going into the walls and yeah. town. And you, I don't know if you can see it, but right at the middle of the window, above the curtain, you see that little stain there? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's where the water came through from the window up above. Yeah, that's wild. And so we had to roll up a whole shitload of towels on every windowsill, except the bedroom, because it's a brand new window. window, And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sakes. (laughs) Here we go. There's 15 grand minimum down the toilet. So next winter, uh, we should have a much cozier experience than we did before. Yeah, that's good. And it all started because uh, Darlene was having nosebleeds and we ended up having to get a humidifier installed on our furnace. Well, as soon as we cranked up the humidity and the cold snap hit, that was it. Yeah, man. Skating rink on all the It all froze, except on the new Mm -hmm. one. So Yeah, it's bittersweet. It's expensive and annoying and it sucks to have your hand forced, but it's also good to have your hand forced. Yes, exactly. Because you will Because now you're going to finally get it done. Yeah. And I'm also getting them to beef up the amount of insulation I've got in my attic, too. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to get them to blow a shit ton up there. If only I had the money to retrofit this into a passive house standard, though. That, <laughs> yeah, would, that would be a couple that bucks. That would be wild. Yeah, That's no kidding. A couple eh? bucks. No kidding. They're becoming more and more common now. There's a lot more companies in Canada that build them than ever before. Yeah. And as a result, the premium that it takes to build them are, is coming down substantially, too. That's cool. Yeah. My neighbors put up a solar on their roof. Oh, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out for them this summer. Because they're, they're partnering with uh, Nmax on mm-hmm. that little deal that you can do with them. Uh-huh. So I guess the way it works... They'll come and see, they'll see how much energy you normally use. Uh And that's how they'll determine how many panels you're allowed to have. Allowed to have? Yeah, because they don't want you to be a... a, a, They they don't want you to be a constant producer. Yeah, they don't want to have to buy it from you. No, they want it it to even out. Yeah, they want a net zero. So they'll buy whatever you don't use in the summer, but they want you to offset that by having to buy more in the winter and zero it out. Which is okay. Where? If it's net zero? If it is net zero, that's, you know... Everybody The least you could hope for. Uh Uh-huh. So, we'll see how that goes. He was very happy with the job that got done, and it only came in at fifteen grand. Hmm. That's for everything. Huh. Yeah. So he did a lot of upgrades to his house. He put in central air, did all his windows, and then put in solar. God, do you want to be just like this guy? Is he your boyfriend? No. Sounds like it. It's just my neighbor. Yeah, right. Your boyfriend neighbor. 
<laughs> Sounds like you're gay for his rentals. Mm. Gay for his money. <laughs> yeah. 20 bucks is 20 bucks, Carl. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, if you have to. <laughs> Pay it off faster anyway. So, you want to hear something? Have you ha have you been uh, experimenting at all with AI? <laughs> no. No, eh? not at all. No. Okay. Mm. I am I am way down that rabbit hole now. Oh yeah. Yeah, I've even developed my first uh, training on it. Wow. Yeah, I'm I'm ready to show like noobs how to use it. How to use AI? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I developed my first course. I actually ran the first instance of it today at work. Went over very well, but I didn't have enough time, so they're coming back for round two in a couple of weeks. But then I also floated the idea with my uh, compadres at Chinook, and they were like all over it. They were like, oh, yes. Yeah. And I was like, great. I was first on that fucking gravy train. Good for you. Good thinking. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny because... Uh, I've been playing it. I've been following other people's examples of what they've been using it for and trying to see just how useful that is. Sure. And um, I followed somebody's example and they said, I said, okay, I'm, um, I'm going to be developing a brand new company that's going to be teaching AI to the public uh, people, non-technical people who've never used it before. And I'm going to have a really good cadre of instructors, and it's a Canadian company. And I, I need some good s suggestions for a brand name that would uh, fit with that business model. Came up with 10 wicked brand names with explanations. And number two on the list just rocked my socks. Aurora Intellect, which just happens to be the initials AI. That's adorable. Isn't it, though? Wow. Yeah. How so self-aware. So I was just like, okay. Huh. All right. I see. I see why people are so excited about this. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing I did at work was, um, and I didn't, it never even dawned on me that this would be possible. Um, I was working with one of the safety staff on a slide deck. Uh, that he was going to be using as the basis for a safety meeting that he would be uh, delivering to uh, online to uh, a, a specific target audience. And when we were done messing around and stuff, I said, okay, I said, I guess we're done here. And he goes, no, we have to uh, make a test. And I was just like, oh, for fuck's sakes. And he goes, no, no, man, like just use ChatGPT. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? He goes, take the PowerPoint, strip it of all multimedia till all you've got left is text, upload it into ChatGPT, and then say, come up with 10 questions based on the content of the slide deck. And it did. And the funny part was, because I didn't say, give me the answers, yeah, <laughs> all it did it. was write the questions. That's so funny. I was just like, oh, okay iteration okay let's do that again this is exactly what i told it let's do that again only this time give me true false questions and tell me what the correct answers are and it did 
So that was it. We just when you use when you use the word upload, are you just copying and pasting into the no, chat window? Literally uploading the fucking file. What file though? PowerPoint. Like a PPT. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know you could upload files to it. You can now. Interesting. You can now. Why do you strip it of multimedia? Uh, because of the size. Okay. Yeah. PowerPoints with yeah, video FD. and audio and shit embedded in them. Yeah, my question was huge. was more about, like, is it a capability problem? No. Like, does it no. fucking get It upset? was just to shrink it down from, like, Got an it. 800 megabyte file to, like, a 6 megabyte file. Yeah. Like, yeah. PowerPoint is a hog. Yeah, she's a pig. Neat. Yeah. An- another instance, because I thought, oh, okay, let's see what your photo recognition skills are like. I had taken a backlit, silhouetted photo of pigeons on a on you know power lines going across the street mm-hmm. from alleyway to alleyway, and I uploaded that picture and said, "What kind of birds are these?" No hesitation, knew exactly that they were pigeons, and even said why it thought they were pigeons because of their shape and their size and everything else. I mean, they could have been you know they could have been crows. They could have been crows. But nope, it got it. It got it. I have um, a glass case just like this one at work. Oh, glasses case. Yeah, I, took, yeah, a, yeah, I yeah. took a picture of it and yeah. uploaded that and said, what is this? Yeah. And it, it figured it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and then, like, yeah, I won't, I'm not going to bore you with some of the more complicated stuff that I learned how to make it do, but it's just like, it doesn't even matter if you don't know how to write a good prompt because you can just tell it, I just want to do this. Can you give me the the best prompt to achieve that? Yeah. Can you tell me how to ask you how to do this? Yeah, yeah. and it will. Yeah. Which is just like, what? Yeah, man. That's Inception, <laughs> dude. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. 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 I'm just sitting here trying to think if there's, like, situations in my life... Where AI would come in handy? Yeah, like, am I sitting around dreading doing something, or, like, it's too tough, and you just don't do it because it's like, oh, fuck, it's something I gotta do. Yeah. But my life right now that I lead doesn't have any of that. No, But it would be cool. No, but I mean, I think you could still find a use in it. Because I think if we're going to dumb it down so that anybody anybody could truly understand the value of a generative AI tool, it's going to help people in one of two ways. Generate something creative... Mm-hmm. or performing a mundane task. So, case in point... Remove the word mundane, because it doesn't even have to be mundane. True. Right? It could be a difficult Just task. Just difficult, task. laborious... Yeah, task. any task. A right. task. A task that you don't enjoy doing, or you're not that good at. Right. Yeah. That's... Yeah. I don't mean to nitpick, but, like, to explain it, it's not just a mundane task. It's not even just no. A but I think that's task. what a lot of people are going to first 
try it out for. It's like, oh, I got to do this, you know, because again, I disagree. See, I disagree with that statement. Yeah, I don't. I think the the biggest thing that people are going to want to do yes. is they want their skirts blown up. Right. Right. So it's going to be something that, like, a memo. Yeah. Of a, I don't know, like a memo that you have to write. Yeah. That you don't always have to write. Right. But you have to write now based on these notes that you took. But it's got to have impact. But it has to have impact. Yes. Right? That's to not... To the audience it's intended it's for. It's not tedious. That's not even mundane. Like, it's important. Yeah. You could do it, but you might not do it and you're not get gonna the do best results. And you're not going to get it done today. No. Right? Or if you do, you're going to be wasting a lot of time trying to get it done. You're not going to be able to do this other thing. Right. Right? So it's... That's what I think hits it out of the park is the fact it's that it's you going to be new impactful. layer of skills. Yeah. While at the same time saving you time. That's its that's its job is to save you time. Yeah. That's but not just on the could you well, I don't even know. Like it's so big, it's so broad like it, it But you get dumbfounded by what it can do. Well, I know. And and and, and that's why I say yeah, maybe you're, you're absolutely right when you say don't, don't just like p- try to pigeonhole it by saying mundane tasks, because one of the things you can have it do is you're getting ready to do an interview at a at a fucking job. Uh, you know, you're a you're a candidate for a job, yeah, and you're about to go to an interview. Yeah, you can actually get it to prep you. By being the interviewer. Sure. By from that se- company. From that company. Exactly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You, you are a 20-year experienced HR uh, recruiter at the company I want to work for. And uh, this is the job I'm applying for. Ask me one question at a time and wait for my response before using that to pose your next question. And it'll just keep doing that until you tell it to stop. Stop! Stop it! And I even tried it out because I yeah. wanted to see just how good it was, and it was just like, like the the beads of sweat were starting to form on my right. forehead because it was just like, holy fuck! I actually have to put some thought into these answers, just like I would at a regular interview. But at the same time, <laughs> had I been smart about it, I would have first asked it to help me as the interviewee by giving me things I should prep for. Yeah. To answer the typical interviewer questions. Because it can play both sides of the game. Yeah. Just like if you ask it to create content, you can then say, all right, thanks for that. Now evaluate that as a 20-year professor. Critique it. Tear it apart. What's wrong with it? And it'll do it. Yeah, it's, it's nuts. It's absolutely bonkers what this thing can do. I said, the hardest part of the transition into the AI universe for you all is going to be unshackling your mind to what you can actually use this for. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the hardest part. It is the hardest part. Absolutely. I'm sitting here just dumbfounded. Like, I can't think of examples of, like, what you're going to get this thing to do. Right. It's because 
the pool is so large yeah. that how do you pick a thing? It's, yeah. <laughs> and, and what can it not do is the question. That's, and yeah. the answer is... Not much. Not much. Not much. Kind of sucks at math right now, but I'm sure they're going to be fixing that in short order, too. And it, it all depends on which engine you're using, too. Because sure. if you're using the GPT 3.5 large language model, uh, you're not going to be that overly impressed with it. But if you switch to version 4, the paid version, which I did, once I started hearing from my brethren, was it worth it? And they were like, is it worth it? Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's like yeah. night and day. And I'm like, okay, fine. Yeah, that's a major revision. That's going to be okay, fine. Difference. Yeah. Yeah. Just imagine what the next revision's going to be like. Yeah. Considering what this one can do. I haven't played with it since the last time we talked about it. I haven't right. opened a window. And then I thought to myself, you know, there's a lot of people who are against it for a variety of reasons. And I don't know if we ever discussed this, but if we did, I definitely went into the discussion a complete uh, noob who had no idea what he was talking about. Because in the case of schooling, for example, educators are afraid that the tasks they are being asked to do, the content they are being asked to write to prove that they know what they've learned sufficiently... Uh, could easily be accomplished by an AI, generative AI. To which, in my naivete, I thought, okay, fine, but any professor worth their salt should be able to read some content and kind of have a sense that this was not written by a regular flawed human being because it's just too damn Perfect. Yeah. And then I found out <laughs> that you can upload your own writing style into it first. You can. Eh? And then say, now write me a 3,000 word essay on Huckleberry Finn and how it's impacted English literature, but base it on my writing style example. And now, motherfucker is going to write that essay as if it were you. Mm professor's not going to be able to detect that shit except again for the fact that the grammar and the spelling will be perfect but the style will sound like you so if they're trying to if they're trying to detect style differences they won't know they won't find it but again it'll come down to perfection and perfect grammar but you know it just again points to the fact that educational institutions are going to have to find new ways of testing their students if they actually know what they know. Does it have... You can upload, say, uh, PPTs, our example. Yeah. Can you get it to produce them? Yes. Hmm. Now, it depends on which tool you're using because... While GPT is a standalone, we're not partnered with anybody kind of product that doesn't readily integrate with other programs, Microsoft's Copilot, which you can use as a standalone product on their website, but it knows everything you could possibly know about everything Microsoft makes. So if you told it to make a PowerPoint, it will, because it knows how to. 
because right. it knows how to how to access. It knows what PowerPoint does. So and it'll it it'll just yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'll just make a slide deck. It may not necessarily be design perfect, but it'll at least have the content in it. With GPT, with ChatGPT, you could say, "Make me the content that I will then put in my slides." Yeah. And you know, do whatever iteration is required yeah, until I, you get the exact that's not, format that's you're looking not for. The nat- yeah, the nature of the question is: is I want a product. Right. Yeah, I want make me a PowerPoint presentation. Right. Yeah. And I Interesting. mean, and I I don't think it's going to be that long before ChatGPT is able to do that. But by that point, I think the Microsoft crowd will be so impressed with what Copilot can do. Is why would you get ChatGPT? Yeah, why, why would you would bother you with ChatGPT if Copilot's doing everything you need? Yeah, it's a Phillips uh, it's a Phillips screwdriver and a Robertson screwdriver. Yeah, but at yeah. the same time, what I've been noticing when I've been comparing prompts between the two uh, tools, mm-hmm. and I've only limited myself to those two because those are going to be the two biggest players, uh, well, until today, because Google finally got off their ass oh, is it? and oh, released today? the replacement for Bard called Gemini, in Canada. Mm-hmm. So Google now has an available product. It's bookmarked. I'm ready to start fucking with it, but I haven't had a chance yet because uh, I only found about it at supper time today. But in the meantime, now I'm telling people, okay, if you want to create content that is Microsoft friendly, do it in Copilot. And besides, it's free. And it has the added benefit of being able to query the web when it doesn't know the answer itself. Okay. It's okay. GPT can do that too, but only the paid version. And GPT will try its damnedest not to search the web. It'll try to provide its answer to you from its training data. It'll only search the web if you're asking it something that it doesn't have any knowledge of. Yeah, um, who won the Grammys last week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shit like that. But, you yeah, know, yeah. if I'm looking for something really sophisticated, I'm probably going to start with ChatGPT. Why? Brand loyalty? No, no. I just, I, I am more impressed with its results in terms of quality and just mind-blowingness, if that's a term I could use. Uh, I just made one. one. Use ChatGPT to find a fucking new one. (laughs) And it would. (laughs) Yeah, it would. It would. But yeah. um, Do you know if Gemini's going to have a integration with your doodad over there? Your little... Oh, my little talkie box there? Your little hey goog? No doubt. I've heard that it their plan is to uh, replace Google Assistant with Gemini. I would hope so. So, oh yeah, no that's shit. the kind of shit I'm waiting for. Yeah, because it drives me, like it just. That's why I haven't bought anything because, like, I can't interface with ChatGPT with with that device with a device. But now you'll be able to talk to Gemini. Keyboard. Yeah, like that's cool. Hey Google. Can you talk to Gemini yet? Sorry, I didn't understand. Hey Google, 
Are you able to interface with the product Google Gemini? Sorry, I didn't understand. No, it doesn't. It's not aware of it yet. But as soon as they start transitioning Google Assistant to Gemini, it'll just be, it'll just be done, and people will discover the changes happened by accident. Because they'll start asking the device questions, uh, and start getting answers like they never got before. Like that kind of response that we just got right there, that ain't going to happen anymore. Because if it'll it can't... Under, it'll understand all yeah, questions. Yeah, it'll understand everything that you say. It'll understand all questions. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's a brave new world, my friend. And I am excited about it. Because there are some people that are so far down this rabbit hole now that they are literally living in the tool. They're getting it to do everything that they possibly can. Mm-hmm. And at the other end of the spectrum, there are people just kind of like poking their head around the corner going, what's with all the screaming and the laughing? What, what, what are you guys doing over there? Yeah, I'm certainly the latter. What the but I appreciate, you guys doing? I appreciate what the party is. Yeah. I just, I don't just know. I just don't know. Not how to sure party if you yet. want to walk in the room. I don't yet. know how to party yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just Damn. don't have a use for that party yet. Right. I just don't. Yeah. Like my, my job now is so non-technical. Right. Like in every facet. But you could use it for ridiculously homebody kind of things. Right. Like and that's the. That's why I want to talk to it. Hey, here's some ingredients I have lying around. Uh, that's me an exactly idea for what dinner. I want. That's exactly what I want. Yeah. That's the that's the question that has that made me investigate mm-hmm. the integration with those things. Right. It's that that exact question. Help me in my yeah. surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. Or create a game for yeah. a, an audio game for my daughter to yes. play. Yes. Right. Or for me to play with my daughter. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's what I want. That's what I want. Because at that point, then everyone can use it. Because right now... Only techies are using it. Right. And... Or people that are... Not even just techies. Like I said, my wife used it to write a memo. Okay. Because she was like, this is going to take my whole day. Like, that's why I was using that example. Tech-friendly people. Yeah. For the most part. Tech and in, creatives. Tech intrigued. Yes, tech intrigued, <laughs> creatives. Yeah. Yeah. Tech adjacent. And and I have to and I have to uh specify not all creatives. No, some really hate it. Only creatives who are tech curious. Going, hmm, let's see what this thing can and cannot do. And I I really mm. don't feel like the creatives are in any way I don't feel like they're in any way permanently threatened by this technology because even though I use image generation to generate images for the various things I use them for at work no one's lost their job from how I used to get my images before yeah so then the gentler way to uh, phrase that is that you wouldn't have paid for it anyway. Right. Yeah. So I haven't killed anyone's livelihood by using it for image generation. And if nothing else, like, I mean, I'm not an image generator creative type person. 
So it's not like suddenly I'm going to be going, oh, geez, there's a shitload of money I could be making by uh, telling it to create different kinds of images. I need a logo for a meeting that I'm putting in our online con content platform. Give me, a per give me an image of a blue hat industrial worker on a ladder. <laughs> Great, thanks. Now I didn't have to go searching for some dude on a ladder that actually belongs to someone and I'm going to have to, you know, steal that work without giving them any credit for it. Um, now you're just getting a computer to steal it. Yeah, just to but dream the, up something but out that's of thin it, air. But it doesn't dream it up thin air. That's the argument, is that it doesn't dream it out of it's, thin air. It's pulling it little tiny pieces from everybody. of everything that it's... You were going to steal one image. Right. It is now stealing a million images. That's the argument. Microscopically, yes. Sure, but it's... Sure, yeah. But that's the argument. Yeah, yeah. And I'm... And I... But I think a creative could use it as a as a starting point of inspiration. I I I agree. I agree. I think the argument is simply that it's stealing. It is right. stealing. Sure. Right. Like, which I which I get. But as a, someone who wouldn't have paid for it anyway, who's yeah, a, nothing's who's a, really changed. Who's a known pirate? Right. Right. Like it's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the person to have a real good opinion right. on this. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm like, ah, fuck it. I wouldn't have paid for it anyway. Right. Now it's just easier for me. Yeah. And now it looks different. And now it looks exactly like I wanted. Because before you would have to settle with some bullshit. Yeah. Now I don't have to settle. Yeah. <laughs> Make and it I better. Mean, Make it I mean, better. And I mean, sure, yeah. can get an image generating uh, tool to create a picture of whatever. But then what are you going to do with that picture? It's just a JPEG. You know what I mean? It's not like a finished physical print. It's not an oil on... It's not a real work of art. It's a, it's you know, a facsimile of a, that. of a work of art. But I could do that. You could create that at that resolution. Yes. Right? With enough time. But then the argument is, is that not in itself creative? Absolutely. Right? But and the, the amount is, and the amount of tweaking you would have to do to the prompt to get that would be is, would be would creative. Yeah, and would yeah. be just as much of a, an artistic skill mm -hmm. as having done it yourself as an artist. Damn near. Oh, yeah, I see what you're saying. It's different. It's a different it, kind of it's, skill. It's just a different kind of skill. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. It'd be like a, but then, but then, like but a my point is, is that now I've created it and now I can sell it. Yeah. So it's not oil on canvas. You're right. Yeah. But I can still print those and sell them. Mm -hmm. But the argument is, is still all that tweaking is being stolen. It's stolen images mm -hmm. that are now creating that thing. So like and, Microsoft. And, it. and that's just now we're back to the whole transformative. Agreed. Uh, content argument. Yep. Which I have never had a problem with because unless you get too similar to something you were inspired by right. or the things you were inspired by, yeah. everything is transformative. Absolutely. Everything. I agree. I agree. So this is just the new paradigm. Yeah, man. It's the new Napster, dude. To it. Yep. Yeah, I, I agree. we're going to have to find ways it to, sucks. to, you know, deal with it. It sucks. I agree. For those in it, 
and who are going to be losing money, possibly their livelihood. Mm -hmm. Like, that sucks. Yeah. And I don't mean to be condescending with that sucks. It no. does suck. Yeah. Like, things have changed, and that's too bad, and some of you won't survive because you're of your obstinance or unwillingness to modify. And but we have some no of them idea will. how this is going to shake out either, because we you may know. end up in a world where there is just so much... AI-generated bullshit art that people just get tired. Like, because there really is a kind of palpable uniqueness to it. It just doesn't seem to have that... Heart is the word you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but There's then, just something missing from it. But that it's I that think same argument of real... uploading your own document and say, write this in my language. I know. Right? That heart can be artificially generated yeah. eventually it's Only still point, infancy though. right Only to a point i think yeah i don't I know think. dude we'll see we'll see we'll see we will see i think uh, uh, eventually it'll be indistinguishable mm -hmm. i think that's just i think that's inevitable yeah is that it will be indistinguishable right right now it is right now you can look at it and feel that it's not quote-unquote real yeah. it hasn't been generated by a human mm -hmm. fully yeah like by their fingers the other thing but, is that you know it's it's probably going to change like the art landscape in the sense that and I'm I'm struggling to find a really good analogy for this but you know there were times when uh, there were times when there was value in the skill of 3D paintings that were all the fashion in the 80s and 90s mm. right when you'd go to the goddamn store and there'd be like a framed piece of art that had a bunch of stuff stuck to it you don't see that anywhere anymore and it's just that kind of Okay, what's the what's the new thing now mm -hmm. that's going to have to motivate artists to create the kind of art that AI struggles imitating? So, did the artists that created that art were they mad when it went away, when it became unfashionable? That's a good question. I imagine. Some I of imagine them, they were some for were, a while. Some were. And some weren't in the same way. Some didn't survive the transition from right. that art form, and others did. Yeah. It'll be the same thing with this. And I mean, like, I've met artists that only work in one medium. Yeah. And they only have one style. Yeah. They're the ones that are probably going to suffer the most. Potentially, yeah. I've also met artists that fucking do everything. They make sculpture. They make mm -hmm. paintings. Right. They make clothing they make you know drawings they make right. fucking everything their style isn't even distinguishable in each of those mediums you know what i mean there's like there's this has like you could look at three pieces or four pieces of their work and go you made all of those things they don't have any commonality i think those are the kinds of artists that are going to flourish um, because they have enough creativity and imagination to be able to really push the envelope on the on the content that they can create. 
But um, yeah, yeah, like I said, it's it's a brave new world, and it's going to really fuck some people up. But at the same time, it's going to make it possible for people to be able to create things they were never able to in the first place. Yeah, more probably. Like if more I want to persuade people with words, I'll be able to do it now. Yeah, you know, you're not going to have a hard hard time anymore. I can't write very well. Oh, no. Oh, no, yeah. No, you can. Yeah, no, you can now. No, you can. As long as you can communicate what you want effectively. Which will be it a will, new which, skill. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why prompt engineers are making upwards of two hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. Yeah, it's surprisingly difficult to know how to ask a question. Yeah. But it's like anything else. You won't get good at making prompts until you've made many prompts. You'll start to see what works, what doesn't work. Yeah, you have to learn how to speak their language, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree. But there was one guy that I watched a YouTube video of, and he did a very, very good job of dumbing it down. Uh, because other people were coming up with this, these formulas... And I was like, yeah, those formulas, they're not really perfect because you don't always need to be that complicated in your prompt when all you want is blah. You do if you want to get something extraordinarily specific as a result. But, you know, you don't need that formula if all you're saying is, I've got these five things in my kitchen. Give me some ideas for entrees. Boy, that was complicated. And that's why this guy that I watched, uh, he, he nailed it because he said, there's only one part of the entire prompt that is absolutely necessary. What is the task? Okay, not getting what you're looking for with that? All right, now you modify that with context and... Example? Yes, mm. exemplars, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because nothing trains... Uh, Lang a large language model then showing it what you want right. <laughs> this is what I'm looking for can you do that but with these parameters um, and then the three uh, nice to haves were uh, persona which is where you're basically telling the, 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 the tool okay uh, I'm not asking you this question like you're just some schmo I'm asking you this question as you are a veteran, 30-year, university-trained psychologist persona. And then uh, the other thing is uh, tone and f uh, format. Uh, format was the other one. Uh, and if you, you know, you just basically use which of those elements you need to achieve the results you're looking for. Right. In varying combinations. And iterations. The, yeah, various iterations. And uh, that's the beauty of it, is that you learn along with the tool what works and what doesn't. Absolutely. Yeah, of course. Or you die trying. Yeah. So. But that's how you learn, too. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, it's, it, I, I, I'm just fucking beside myself, because now that I'm down that rabbit hole, I, I want to try all the things. Mm-hmm. So that I can go, hey, everyone, mm -hmm. look, look what else it can do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, oh, just when you thought that was amazing, check this out. Yeah. Yeah. 
I struggle to find I struggle to find like real applications for it because what it was reminding me of when I was playing with it, it was like, hey dad, look at this cool jump I can do with my race car. Like how many times can you do this cool jump? Yeah. Because all it is is cool jumps. Right. Like Yeah. Like write me a joke. Right. Like look yeah, yeah. isn't that fucking crazy? And it is crazy. Yeah. But then comes the big question, so what? Right. So if you How do find I use something it so productive yeah. to do with it. Useful. Yeah. Yeah. Here are these things in my fridge. Right. What can I make for dinner? Yeah. Is the most useful fucking thing in the my, world. My daughter loves dad jokes. Right. Give yeah. me five good ones. Right. Yeah. Make them about animals. Right. Yeah. Real stuff. Yeah. Real use cases yeah. for real people. Yep. Yeah. You are a you are you are the foremost expert on Canadian tourism. I'm planning a trip to Toronto. Give me some things a tourist would never do that I would find fascinating yep. about the city of Toronto. Yeah. And it'll do just that. Drugs. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's gonna change the world. And the best part is is that it's gonna become so ubiquitous that after a while you won't even be you won't even realize how much it's affecting the content that you now see no. around yeah. the place. The 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 world my kid's gonna live in yeah. is gonna be so fucking Unrecognizable. weird, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Which Dad. is fascinating. Hey, Dad, I wrote a terrible. TV show. What? And here it is. And here, here it is. is the TV yeah. show. <laughs> Want to watch it with me? Yeah, exactly. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. Because if it could generate images from a prompt, it can generate video, video. from a prompt, too. Of course it will. And then you'll just like, describe what the characters look like and how they sound. You just have to pay for a computer. That's right. You just need computer processing time. That's yeah. it. Easy. Amazon yeah. provides that. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, man. Uh-oh. That's the next step. So it's cool. already started, right? And that's the and there's the creativity right there. We just created that the example of like how yeah. you will adapt. Yeah, is, and that's why the actors were losing their mind during that strike that just happened because they were they see where this is going and they're they're afraid for their careers. Well, yeah, understandably. Yeah, yeah, because I'm going to be able to make a movie with Brad Pitt. Except he won't be in it. He won't be anywhere near it. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and that's a very valid. And the minute uh -oh. you can't tell the difference, yeah. that's when Brad will retire and go, fucking Jesus. Well, then you can just license your image. Right. That's what it'll come to. Yeah. It's like, hey, look at me. License, you license my likeness. Yeah. Better pay up. Yeah. And then you know you'll realize. Oh, I want the fuck, twelve I didn't monkeys. Ask enough, exactly. I want the twelve monkeys, Brad Pitt. Yeah, not uh, not yeah, not the Benjamin Button, Brad Pitt. Right, and there's a different cost to that license. That's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Genius. Yeah. Uh oh. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's it's gonna change everything, but at the same time. Like, I mean, one of the things that I began to appreciate from it right away is when I first asked it, 
I know about the duality of light in the sense that it can be a wave and a particle sometimes at the same time. But I really need that concept explained to me like I'm a like I'm a ten year old. Yeah. And and the the example it came up with, the description it came up with, it was mind blowing. That just give me one second. And I thought to myself, why couldn't I have had access to this when I was in school? You know, that is I'm so glad you brought that up because that is such a, with a five-year-old, with a, a very, she's an intelligent five-year-old who asks very intelligent questions. But she just doesn't have that level right. of understanding. and I can explain it, but I'm but explaining it like a 44-year-old yeah. man. Now you don't have, now you can get it down to her level. That's why I need to talk yes, to the fucking yes. thing. Yes. Not like, well, let's go downstairs and let yeah. me interface with hey, it using Gemini. a keyboard. Yeah. Can you explain evolution? Evolution to, to my kid, please. You won't even have to say five-year-old. You just say to my daughter over here. Yeah, because it'll know it'll have been five. listening to her for the last like two years anyway, and figure out exactly what her yeah. as she grows. Yeah, her capabilities. <laughs> That's right. It'll just be like, oh, all right. So, just ignore everything your dad just said. Here's yeah. here's. Here's how it is. No, I've been listening, and what he said was wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> that, that, that was total bullshit that you heard right there. Yeah, and you'll hear you'll hear Jim and I go, actually. <laughs> yeah. Which I wrote a skit about that once. I actually wrote a skit about that. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, you did. I just, nobody ever fucking stole it from me and made use of it. Nope. Unfortunately. Nobody wants to crawl. I know. But, you know, fuck them. Once I get that, I'll make my own damn video. Yeah, then I'll just, um, yeah, I'll just <laughs> play it out. Brad Pitt will play the lead in my skit. Fuck it. I'm making it. I'm making it. Fuck y'all. Fuck all y'all. Well, that was a pretty good episode right there, I think. I agree. It's funny, my wife, we were talking about the content of our podcasts and where we're going to go or what we're doing and stuff like that. She's like... You guys don't have to do any more tech stuff. Like, you've already talked about AI. You don't need to talk about it anymore. She literally said that two days ago. Wow. That's funny. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh, I know you're listening to it. Right now. Here it is. Things are changing. Listen to it. Keep up. Well, that. Bye. You don't need to talk about that anymore. (laughs) That's all Carl wants to talk about. Have you heard what's new in AI? Damn it. Hey, I got something we talked about before. Yeah. Here. Let's just repeat ourselves. <laughs>